Welcome back. This is the National Blitz League Podcast, bringing to you the fast-paced, ruthless, heart-pounding, edge-of-your-seat action known as Bullet and Blitz Chess. Take a load off, sit back, relax, as we present to you for your listening pleasure, your host this evening, JT Strat. Ladies and gentlemen, today in chess history, we recognize those who have given of themselves and unselfishly sacrificed their time, money, and pride for the greater good of chess excellence. You who took time uh, knowing there's no way in hell you're going to win, but they do it to sharpen the skills of the stronger players and oftentimes pay for their opportunity. Of course, you do your diligent studying and preparation in the parking lots of the chess club, watching a YouTube three-minute intro on the modern Scandicillion gambit, but to no avail. While some may scoff at the name and deem it a rude and demeaning pejorative, just know you are deeply appreciated and you will always be our fish. Brought to you by Fisher People 2 Productions. And ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Strap. Welcome Blitzen Nation to another episode of the Blitz League Season 1 Podcast. It's your boy Strap, a.k.a. the ambassador for the weak player delegation, a.k.a. your mama's favorite chess player, a.k.a. my test came back negative. I'm joined by the tactical triumvirate of Kinley Winks. First up to the place, your girl's favorite DJ, a.k.a. Ones and Zeros, a.k.a. Luminati. What's up, Luke? What's up? All right, my mans, and never want to be outdone. We are joined by the Don King of Chess, aka the strongest 1400 that breathes oxygen, aka I wish a bishop would. Nathan Kelly, what's up, Nate? What's going on, fellas? All right, and saving the eternal for last, we either have the youngest vampire or the oldest teenager alive, aka Forever 21, aka my daughter will kick your son to sleep, aka the Alpha and Omega of Chess. God, what's good? What's going on, family? All right. Today we're doing the recap of the first month of NBL Blitz season tournament. Uh, first, let's call for a word from our sponsors. Okay. So, right now, what we got, fellas? We got a uh, season one. The first part is pretty much over. So, February. What do we got to talk about for that? Well, I think I think we, we want to talk about. For February, what do we want to talk about for February? Um, it was a good month. Uh, I think everybody enjoyed it. Um, it's evidenced by the chat. Everybody's in the chat talking a lot of stuff. There's some rumblings about some of the players, you know, using, uh, uh, what was it, Chessmaster 9000 back in the day when they were kids. I don't know who that was. We'll, we'll leave the names out of it. But, um, yeah, anybody else have any comments? I do got some comments. I would like to hear about what do you guys think about the those who finished in the top five. So I'll just name them off real quick. In the under 1600 section, we play a delegation. We've got Mr. I'll just say what their handles are. Icicle, number one. Fire Messiah, number two. Seashaw, number three. We play 85, number four. And yours, well, not yours truly, but the one and only Nathan Kelly. Uh, he came in number five, so congratulations to those people. Any surprises there? Anybody you thought would be a little lower, higher? What do you guys think? Actually, I thought uh, Jerome from New York, um, I didn't think he was that good, but he, he's, he's pretty strong. He's, you know, he's pretty good. 
Okay. Oh, Icicle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, yep. he reminds me of Remy. Uh, he's gonna give a decent performance in Blitz, and then when Bullet comes, he just is a no show. So, I'm assuming that he just doesn't prefer Bullet or Lightning, and he's actually half decent at Blitz. Yeah. But I definitely did not expect him to be first. Okay, uh, Jerome. As you heard, we all thought that you were way weaker than what you actually are. Okay, next we've got <laughs> Jay Gatson. The under 2000 section. So Jackson. Then we got Malik, CCB Destroyer. Next, we've got Ryan Master, Will Jackson. We've got Shun Zhu coming in fourth. We got Black Knight, Mr. Andrew Bryant coming in fifth. All right, with yours truly, Chest High 79. Your boy, uh, Jay Strap. Uh, any thoughts Yiddy. about the, that, that ranking or that order or who should be there? Yeah, I. I really don't understand how Andrew Bryant is is down that far in the rankings. Um, maybe it's maybe it makes sense. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess it is right about where his rating is supposed to be. Actually, what is his rating supposed to be? On here, he finished at twenty thirty seven. But like, what is it supposed to be? Like UFCF? I, I don't remember. Oh, I have no idea. Danny, do you know if he's supposed to be like an expert or no? Not even close. Well, not uh, man. I believe he's somewhere like a thirteen. Well, let me just say this: <laughs> divine beings rarely care about uh, you know, the lesser <laughs> players. So to ask me about okay. Andrew Bryan's rating is actually uh, I don't know, just that makes, pointless. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> he's not in, okay. Yeah, he's not okay. in your universe, so you don't worry about him. Okay, exactly. Fair enough. When was the last time you thought about an ant today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no offense exactly. to the ants out there. Uh, it's just that you don't matter to the. So next we've got the top section, the open section where all the big boys hang out. Speaking of which, we've got our number one player, Jeff De Jesus, strong seventeen hundred, coming number first, number one, uh, Farmville number two, Camel Clutcher number three, just like music uh, number four, and James Canty coming number five. What do you guys? Can't stop, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, I I think that'd be my first comment too. My my second comment is I actually thought Andy Lynn would finish a little bit better, but did he like miss a few tournaments or something? Or yeah, he only played in one, I believe. Absolutely. It, well, if you look at the scores for uh, the Blitz, you'll see that there's a big gap between the first two players and then the third through fifth players. And the reason yeah. for that is uh, a lot of people say that Friday nights, you know, there's other things that conflict with making it to the tournament every Friday. So, um, hey, whatever you're into, you know, whatever. but uh, it, it definitely pays off to be consistent and make all of the tournaments for the month. Um, but I did hear a few excuses and reasons as to people going out and drinking and having a beer on Fridays and they're coming back to play the tournament and they're half drunk and I, I mean, if you're if you're gonna be the best of the best, you you have to discipline yourself. That's just the bottom line. LeBron James may do whatever he does in his private time, but I guarantee you one thing: when it's game time and it's time to show up, the man ain't drinking. Absolutely. So right. I mean, you guys, you guys may want to call yourself champions, but you're not performing nor behaving as champions if you choose to, uh, you know, partake before the Friday night blitz. And now afterwards, you know, you do your own thing. That's up to you. But yeah, before, speaking of what you just said, Daniel, uh, sh- show of hands, 
how many people out there took me up on the challenge of doing a shot for every win that you won? Just, just, just thought, just, you know, send us in the, in the uh, messages or in the chat. Just let us know how many of you all were passed out by the time you got to like round six. Just, just thought. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think A Cash Money said he was doing a little bit of drinking and that kind of thing. So, uh, I don't know if anybody else admitted to it or not, but you know, it's obvious some people weren't really fully engaged in the season. Uh, but regardless of that, Jeff seems to rise to the top. Can't take that away from him. Um, he shows up and he plays hard every week. Um, this past week, even this this what this uh, Monday, he played. Uh, he played pretty good. I know we're not talking about that. Man, yet, but... Luke, cut out all that foolishness, man. <laughs> all well, that brown nosing. L- listen, listen. You I played Thompson. this you past Monday. Jeff De Jesus submitted to God's will. He did. Now I can't speak for everybody else that was involved in the tournament who didn't show up or perform and couldn't slow the man down. But when he came across God Daniel X on his screen, he knew that he had a zero, a fat big juicy L coming up to stop whatever streaks he had going but unfortunately yeah. the the Lachess, uh pairing software can only pair you so many times but right. I definitely would have slowed him down if they would have kept us going against each other okay as yeah. ambassador for the weak player delegation I would like to now announce that I was finally paired with Jeff DeJesus because I performed so well thank you the turnout was surprisingly exactly what you thought he was my ass but the point is i got paired with him and that's what's important okay all right well i I just think uh, i just think it's all smoke and mirrors i don't i don't feel the strength that you know everybody else talks about just it's just me though Mm. okay yeah i mean exactly exactly well i mean we can say whatever we want to say you know and i'm not brown nosing but the bottom line is the man is beating everybody and he's at the top so even though god you took him out uh he's number one how many times did I take him out? You took him out twice, I think, in the... In mm, corrections. Monday. Correction. Correction. Three times? It's, somebody pull up the data before this podcast is over. I know I want that tail. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it uh-oh. up. Here Good. Good. Let me pull it up here and make sure. But, but I know the games that I watched, you you did... Uh, you did... Put foot to butt. convincingly. Um, foot to butt. Just say foot, foot to butt. Yeah. Yeah, Knocked you, his teeth can... so far down his throat, he had to stick a toothbrush up his butt just to brush him. Absolutely. You 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 trounced him pretty good. Let me see. Repeat it. Let's see what you did against Mr. Jeff Bayhead. Shout uh, out to the dictionary. That man said trounced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can, we can keep discussing as he's as he's pulling up the stats, but uh, I just want to well, be you know accurate I just with our data. Say to Mr. Uh, Jeff Bayhead. So you had six clear wins and two ties with Mr. Jeff DeJesus in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Monday. Yeah. Wait, that was all on Monday? Monday. I guess that will happen with it. Okay, yeah. Wait. Oh, that's, that eight, sounds eight, a bit that much, but I do that know that I put... Like of, of, yeah, like I put my foot tournament. definitely up his butt. 
Just, do you well, have any words I, to say about this? That seems like a lot of I'm, Maybe I'm looking at the wrong tournament, but it says uh, that you had seven overall and two of those are half wins. So, again, Jeff, that is just, I'm not, maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing, but. It sounds, you know, it sounds close to accurate. I just think it might be one or two off. I have a question. Why are we ignoring uh, Corey Aker, uh, Akash, you get a reprieve, James Canty, and Daniel Herman, and Audrius Messinas? First of all, I'm just going to make fun of the name Audrius right now. You guys go ahead and do what you go do. I'm just going to cite myself that his name is Audrius, but go ahead. <laughs> well, um, I, I will say this. I know this is not in regard to the February, uh, the February standings and whatnot, but this past Monday, since you brought up Corey Aker's name, before the tournament that. began, he specifically mm-hmm. said, and I quote, mm-hmm. I am going to win tonight's tournament by a minimum of 10 points. Okay. And for most of the tournament, he looked pretty good. I must admit, he looked like he was going, he was going to make his word his bond. Until look, look this good. guy who people just <clears throat> can't seem to, you know, smack around similar to how God smacks him around but Jeff DeJesus came out of nowhere had this crazy streak going on started racking off all types of fours and threes and all type of fives and foolishness and he sunned Corey Aker and put him back down into second place and made him lose so it was a very interesting uh, match I couldn't enjoy it all the way because of course I was involved in it uh, but I, I will say that it, it made for some interesting television. So I'm wondering, you know, what these guys think about each other and if they would yeah. be interested in, in entering into the NBL octagon and squaring away who's the better once and for all. Ooh. Now, I will say this. Yes, Mr. Tampa Chess made a lofty claim and, uh, and got his booty tapped. But... When I was watching some of these games between him and Jeff, they were pretty evenly matched. And some of the games that Mr. Tampa Chess lost, Jeff was actually crushed and squeaked out on time, which is a win. Time is a factor. Time is a factor. But I will say that it didn't look like Jeff had any superiority over Mr. Tampa Chess at all. Uh, And you know what? Nate knows... Nate knows Corey a little bit better than us. Mm-hmm. You know, Nate, what's your take on uh, a, a cage match between Corey and Jeff? Over the board? Mm, l- oh, let's online. say both. Let's say both. Uh, online? I don't know because I've never seen Jeff play online. Um, I know he's pretty fast, but so is Corey, but it's not a good measure- measurement on who's better because look what happened to Andrew Bryant when he played Steve. Over the board, Steve destroyed him. <clears throat> you know, 14 to 3. But online, Steve beat him only six to two, so it's not really good comparison. Uh, over the board, I would have to say Corey. Corey's a little stronger. I've seen him play, give people five one, made it look easy. Um, giving people five one, went to the bathroom, came back, got thirty seconds on the clock, blitzed them out. So what? Put money up. I say Corey. Wow. Yeah. And 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 sometimes people can be strong, Nate. But you do know when you step into that NBL octagon. Sometimes those lights hit you, the fanfare hits you, the Facebook Live hits you, and, you know, you start to, to dwindle. Do you think that that will have any factor over a Corey Aker who's from Florida, who's who's not really familiar with the lights? Um, I would have to disagree because Corey, uh, 
became master I think at, at nine or ten. He was a master, and he was given blindfold simos to experts when he was like thirteen. So I don't think the um, the pressure will get to him as much. You know, he's hmm. a seasoned player, and I've seen him beat grandmaster over the board, and I don't I don't think that get to him. Interesting. I, I think I think I have to agree with with Nathan here. Uh, it looks like when you look at the stats, the reason why Jeff actually pulled it out. Uh, he had a few extra games he played, primarily because he berserked substantially more. He berserked about um, 60%, and, and Tampa Chess berserked about 20%. So, you know, that's three times as much, basically, he berserked. And he pulled out a few extra games and got extra points for his, uh, his streaks. So that's how Jeff got ahead of him. But for most of the tournament, Tampa Chess was crushing he was crushing it and uh and jeff said i'm gonna start berserking baby berserk style and he did it so i mean hey, game like, up, i think i think it may be interesting and the reason i say that is because if you look at the performance rating of both of both players from this past monday they both were early 2400 jeff had a performance rating of 2402 and Corey Aker had a performance rating of 2426 so that's not that's not that many point of a difference it's not really not mm. Uh, for the weak player delegation, we don't give a damn about none of that. Uh, what y'all got on dominoes? <laughs> that's, that's what we want to talk about. Can y'all play dominoes? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So let's talk about a little bit of house maintenance. For because uh, we kind of jumped all over the place, and we've already jumped into the the Monday Blitz section. Uh, so a little bit of house maintenance transitioning from February NBL directly into the. Uh, March. So, what are some things that we want people to know? Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll interject and say that one of the things we want people to know is that uh, you definitely make the transition at the end of each month. So, if at the end of February, um, or let's say like this, at the beginning of February, if you were under 1600, such as like a Glenn Panner, but you had an awesome month and your rating rose up to 17, almost 1800. Then at the beginning of the new month is when we bump you up in sections. So even if you started at, uh, let's say, 1598 at the beginning of February, we would not bump you up even if you had a phenomenal first tournament until the end of the month. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you guys always got to be aware that the NBL is always making improvements. So we went out and uh, sent a survey out uh, earlier today. We had some great data that came back to us. Uh, so just know whatever your recommendations were, it has been discussed and the NPL and the NBL staff is considering any and all options. Uh, so as the season goes along, you're going to see more and more improvements from the NBL. That's our commitment to all of those who chose to compete and, and, and trust us with their uh, chess experience. Um, other than that, I don't know. Uh, Lou, Johnny, Nate, what, what are you guys feeling? Um, well, I mean, to your point. We, we do care what you guys think. And, yeah, so uh, we're here for you. Um, and I don't really have very much more to say about that. You know, keep chessing, keep coming. We're going to be here. Um, pay attention to the people who are doing better than you and pick somebody that, you know, if you want to bust they, they've had, pick a person. Call them out. Make it happen. You know, 
I was always told if you get in a fight with 10 guys, you pick one guy and you beat the crap out of him. And once he falls and he leaves, then you pick another one. So, Oh, and you know what else strategy. stood out, uh, Big Lou, on the, on the surveys that were sent out? There was a lot of interest in pairing up and making teams. Mm. So we're going to put our thinking caps on. We're going to sit down and, pl- and plot and strategize. And uh, I'm thinking that, I mean, what do you think about this, Nate? Because you're pretty good with, with the organizational part of this stuff. Do you feel like we should formulate teams based on performances in our season thus far? Or should we allow the players to kind of freelance and put together their own teams and have some type of team versus team type of playoffs? Well, what I've been seeing lately in the last couple of hours in the chat room, uh, Detroit been talking real greasy. And uh, real greasy. And I think um, the players should be able to pick their own teams, maybe the three to four man team. And we should, we should slug it out that way. Um, not just based on um, everybody, uh, like a random pool, but I think everybody should be able to pick their own teams. And there shouldn't be a cap on the teams. And we just slug it out. And we should start that soon, I think. You know, that'll bring more flavor to the uh, competition. And then uh, we're going to a separate day. Ambassador for the Week Player Delegation insists that each team have at least one weak player. No, and actually, I was thinking that, yeah, one player under 1,600 at least. And, you know, one player under 1,600 and you can do, you can do the rest of the joint, you know? <clears throat> Mm, I like the idea. Yeah, I, like I, think, idea. I think it'll have a lot of uh, smoke. But you know what? On a side note, I remember I was on online on social media, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw this meme where Denzel was sitting. He was kind of G-status, like it might have came out of a, a, a picture from American Gangster or something like that. And the quote said this. It said, the loudest man in the room is usually the weakest in the room. Mm. And I just wonder if that has any validity to all of this loud mouthing that I see from Detroit and New York in the chat. They're the mm. loudest in the room, but when data comes back and when standings are finalized, they're ghosts. I don't see them. They don't exist. And for New York well, to have the representation of being Mecca, of being where chess, the, the hotbed of chess, what has New York won thus far in the NBL season one? Somebody Nothing. answer that for me right now. Nothing. From LaMail Mack to Sean Martinez to Angel Lopez to Jerome Hartzog to Sharu Robinson. You name any New York player and tell me what they have done thus far, but they're the loud ones in the room. You know what I'm going to say about that is real simple. New York is the hotbed of chess for grandmasters. If you're not a grandmaster, I don't think you're relevant in New York. So let's cut all that nonsense. The bottom line is Lou, Chicago I has... Further. That? New York is a has been. Whoa, they man. were the mecca ah, of chess. Like the rest of the world is <laughs> catching up to all of this foolishness about New York being this uh, this epicenter of just that. That's that's old news. St. Louis, Chicago, these other yes, cities sir. are coming. Even even though Detroit gets a little loudmouth, they're they're on the up and coming. You now have to respect the Midwest if you're going to talk about who's the best city in regards to chess. Yeah, I think New York still has a few more GMs than, than the rest of us. But, like I say, if you don't count the GMs, uh, I don't really think they're worth even talking about, to be honest with you. Mm. Let me ask you, hey, Danny, let me ask you this. So, let's say we was do a four and four match. And we had a best four in Chicago, best four in Detroit, and best four in New York. Who would win? Chicago. Well, but considering... This based on, but, but this is only based on the NBL. 
If you're not part of the NBA, you can't be in it. So the four players you named, so you got Lamel, Angel, Sean, and Sharu. You have Detroit. Of course, you would have James Canty, D, Joseph. Mauro Lopez. And Lopez. And we would have you. Uh, Michael Auger. Michael Auger, Remy. Akash. And Aramel. Akash. Akash. Oh, four. Akash. Well, that makes yeah. five. Well, we will have to we have to yeah. put one player on standby, but or the right. reserves. But it's it's not even close. I mean, it's it's clear Chicago win, and it's the reason that Chicago is undefeated thus far. Wow. Let's have a moment of silence for uh, what used to be the mecca of chess, and that is New York. Um, okay, we done. Yeah, so uh, get up out of here with that, young trash, y'all. <laughs> so, man, you know what New York reminds me of, and we can get off of this topic because I know you guys are like, man, he's driving his home. But you know what they remind me of? <laughs> have, well, that too. But have you ever uh, had that grandfather that always told you <laughs> war stories about how it used to be in his day? And the new generation just ain't nothing. They ain't going to beat nothing. But they fail to realize that the new generation is a seed and offspring of theirs. I don't appreciate you talking about my papa like that. We walk, <laughs> we walk, we walk 13 miles to school with no shoes. With no no shoes. shoes and no <laughs> shoestrings. And, and no we ran the whole way and the snow did not snatch the shoe off my foot. You brothers I, can't walk two blocks nowadays. Right, exactly. You know, <laughs> that's what New York, they want to live on the heyday that they used to have. And and that day is over. Chicago is representing. They talked all this stuff. But you know what? They How did they us. survive so long though, Luke? <laughs> so, <laughs> they have for reputation. No, I have a reputation. It's just but like but 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 listen. No no no. What, no no no. Here's thing. the thing, Lou. What's what? The, what reputation? Tell me one New York team that had smoke. Well, it, it's it's the mystique, right? So it, it doesn't have to be true. So if you build up this persona and say I'm the baddest man in the West or whatever like that, you know, when you finally meet Doc Holliday, you don't know if he can shoot real fast, right? You don't know how fast he can draw a gun, right? Man, so listen, when you get in front I, of him, I, I hear if you draw that gun and he shoot your ass, then it's a wrap. But until you get shot, until you get hit, you don't know. Danny, when you go do your 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 martial arts matches, right? You know, you're a beast in the ring. Some people look at you and say, oh man, he's a little bit shorter than me. I think I got to reach on him. I can get him. But when they see you do a flip in the air and kick him in the head, they're like, what? Where'd that come from? They didn't realize that they was about to get hit. So they got hit. It was all a mistake, man. It's so all- we did just agree that we're going to start shooting New Yorkers, right? Did we just agree to that? <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing. <laughs> the New York Knicks, when's the last time they won a championship? Anybody know? 72. No. Ooh, dang. Wow. Wow. That's a was anybody that was- on the line right now born in 72? No. I was born a year before that. Okay, so you were in diapers and everybody else was not even thought of yet. Exactly. Yeah. That's how long it's been since they had a championship. But yet, New York is just this this epicenter of just players. That's, I mean, New York Giants. Any, any, when's the last time they won something? One time uh, in the last what, fifty years or something? No, no, no. Wow. They won. They won like maybe six six years ago, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. One time in the last fifty years. Oh, that, um, I don't know too much about football, but I don't know. New York Jets. The only thing they had going for themselves is the Yankees. Besides the Yankees, what does New York have? Mm. So I, I just want to start busting up these facades about these cities just, you know, just gangbanging their way to, to, to notoriety when there's nothing of data to support their claims. 
But anyway, I'm yeah. off my high horse. What's what's next for us, Johnny? 1968 was the last time they won the Super Bowl. I'm perfectly Ooh. fine with talking about it. I hate I hate Ouch. everything New York. I've never liked New York since I was a kid. <laughs> I hate but what about their music, Johnny? Their music sucks. Their music sucks. New York was cool back in the day when you had Jigga Man, when you had Nas, when you had DMX. But now I don't know what the hell New York is doing. Their music sucks. And you know what? Let's get off the of hip hop. Your jazz sucks. But, like New York jazz sucks ass. It, Johnny, huh? Johnny, but New York has top ten greatest rappers of all time. The, the great, the top ten what? Greatest rappers of all that's time. Because, At least we got. That's five, when though. New York. That's when New York says that. Like. Who, okay, are we doing? We doing top five? Okay, yeah. let's do it. We can. Jay-Z. Biggie, okay. Nas. Uh, Nas ain't in my top five. Oh, 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 oh your top yeah. five. Go ahead. My, uh, Nas, Jay Z. I mean, wait, 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 not Nas. Jay Z, Biggie. Uh, who else am I doing my top five? Um, put Andre three stacks in my top five. Uh, Come on, Rakim. You ain't gonna put Rakim in there. Ah, not mm. my top five. He can make my mm. top twelve. You gotta have an argument <laughs> for Rakim, man. I know, I know, he's a little bit before some of you guys' time, but uh, yeah, far before our time. I, I don't have that. Yeah. What y'all say? And Redman in my top five. And I really want to give Bing Bing but, Bingo the, but, uh, the six man. But yeah, but but the three you name are, are New York tri-state um, area. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So they they got they they had they had had a good run for hip hop. Oh, okay. I can't you know you can't take that away because hip hop originated there, it started there and then it spread out. So it makes perfect sense. Wow. But chess, man, it was just chess was just well first of all, New York is just the hub of immigrants. So if you don't know nothing <laughs> and you and Tim Buck fucking too and you I'm going to America, where you going? Uh fuck I'm going to New York. That's what it, okay cool. So that's that's how all those GMs and everybody else got there. They come from Slockers of Fucker the Vakia. And then they want to come over here, <laughs> and they just stop in New York. Oh, well. Speaking of New York, they, they still got two young, uh, two young monsters, Josh and, um, and Justice. Kind of curious, why haven't they played yet? Any any uh, input on that? I am not sure. That's a good question. I think we should reach out to them because New York definitely needs some type of better representation, and those two would definitely uh, at least give them some arguing chances. So right. I, I, I'm gonna personally reach out to both of them over the next couple of days and just see, you know, if they are able to participate in the NBL and at least make New York, you know, at least bite or scratch or something. Well, know, not right now they're, we, we can't they're assume that they want to be, we can't assume that they want to be a New York. They just may claim Memphis or claim St. Louis. You never know. You, you know who, you know who else will be, be a good candidate for the NBL? Aaron Grabinski. Aaron He's like Grabinski. Yeah. Why does that sound familiar? Aaron Grabinski is, is strong. However, I think he has uh, a superiority complex. He 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 thinks that God should just should just succumb to his will. And uh, when I smacked him in his mouth in St. Louis, uh, it was mm. just that look in his eyes that he gave me after I smacked him. It was oh. like hatred. Was that, that that boy one that Fide Master that looked at everybody like, "Why are you even sitting in front of me? I should, you know." I should crush you regardless. Like you don't even belong in front of my. Yeah, table. like he felt everyone was underneath him, and then when I when I punched him in his bottom lip, you know he screamed, he yelped real quick, and then he caught himself and just like gave me this evil stare. Okay, yeah. but but to give him credit, he did beat Gopal twice. <laughs> he beat mm. the 
Yeah, that, that, that was a shock. I'm going to consider it a fluke until further notice. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Fluke until further notice. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, you're more than welcome to uh, come on and, and defend yourself if you can, sir. If you can. Just... Now, I will say this. I have played him online before, and the dude is like lightning fast and strong as all get out. So I think he is a great asset to the bullet. Um, he would definitely mix some things up because if he participated, I would be shocked if Jeff could still pull out a victory. Oh, no, no, no. He'll, yeah, he, he, I think he's a little stronger than Jeff. Well, so is Corey Aker, but hey, Jeff surprises. Yeah. Okay, listen. Yeah, Jeff, we, new rule, new rule, new rule before we start this. New rule. Every chess player is only allowed three uh, uh, compliments <laughs> maximum. Anything more than three compliments, and we just got to pull the plug. So, Jeff, you're done for the day, man. Get the hell out of here. Go away. Well, I thought I balanced it out when I shared the insight that I put my foot up his butt uh, Monday. Okay. But, you know, maybe I, maybe you're right. I had to balance it out with loose, fluffy tails of Jeff, Jeff and how he smells like oranges and unicorn farts. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't say the man hey guys, let me ask you this. did that at all. No, no, no. I got to I gotta report that. No, I never said that. What I said is Jeff always said he was going to rise to the top, and he did. Now, I'm not saying that he's the greatest of all time or whatever. I'm just saying, you know, you can't really talk crap about this man unless you've beaten him, unless you've taken the first spot. Because like Danny always said, who's the fastest man in the world? Usain Bolt. Who's the second fastest? Exactly. Man, we clear delegation. <laughs> we ain't got no choice. We ain't got no chance to win it. So the only thing I can win at is talking so, trash. So, so, so what do you guys think about this? How about we have a NBL invitational event? And you would have to register before the end of March to play in the big grand finale when it takes off. Blitz Champions. You mean in person or what do you on think the about that? Uh, computer? Uh, over the board. Okay. Oh, okay. So say it again. You said well, you would have to register, register before the end of March, okay. and you have to play in all the events leading up to the uh, main uh, main championship. Oh. So a person couldn't just get in, you know, a month before they got playing all the events. Oh, okay, gotcha. And 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 who would win? Uh, Johnny well, is going to win. Now, what would be the date? Because when you say OTB, that does add some other logistical uh, problems to be solved. So, what would be a realistic date if everyone registered before March? Plus, that's really close to uh, um, Chicago Open in May. No, no, I'm saying maybe. What about uh, September? Plenty of time. It's still warm outside. They all come to Chicago, Central Hub. You know, right? Gotcha. Not, to, okay. not to mention, you know, that the NBL headquarters is in motion. So they will actually have a home base. That is nicely set up for them if we did it all the way in September. And we just uh, Danny, I thought that was top. In. I thought that was I thought that was top secret, Danny. So Danny's releasing new information now. But okay, sounds good. Hey. We'll have uh we'll have it set up. Have you guys ready? Cameras, for? lights, actions, logos. I mean, hey, let's let's I say let's go Facebook all out. Live. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, because you know there's another league out there. I can't mention any names, what? but they do the same thing. What? But yeah, why, why the way they about... do it, they do it. Go ahead. They do it. Um, 
you know, they do a, a match, but it's still on a computer. But let's, let's screw all that. You know, this is, this is it's a new time. I say over the board. You know, we, we don't have time to be sitting at the computer, 100 people, you know, uh, waiting to play. I say over the board, plug it out. You know, 20, 30 people are the top NBL players, you know, do it that way. Well, I mean, we've got the space. I mean, we've got plenty of space in our new facility to handle this type of match. So 20, 30 players, we could we could probably handle over 100 players at our new facility. So um, that's something that the NBA will be able to do that no one else will. And we got private rooms, VIP, bottle service, uh, all the rest of that stuff. Strippers. Of course, we got strippers. Strippers. Uh, you got you to gotta bring your own penicillin, though. We, we don't provide that. All of our girls have been checked. All of our girls have been checked. They get checked once a week. Uh, <laughs> once a week? Once a week. That's the law. That's the law in Indiana. And once and, uh, again, Daniel is a very smart man for being quiet. He's, he, just knows, <laughs> he just knows when to be quiet. See, see, see Danny's trying to map out who, who he's going to play. <laughs> right, 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 right. You got to map out who's, who's well, All play. I have no. to say is one thing. Right when you say OTB, you know, yeah. people start swallowing and gulping in their throat a little <laughs> bit harder than normal. Because yeah, if, right. if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna punch, your best bet to punch me is to do it online. But when I'm live yeah. in the living color and I'm sitting across from you, and I'm looking at you as if I'm disgusted, and I put some of the coldest <laughs> moves and lines that you've never seen before on the board, and you run, listen, I played this one guy, OTB. Are y'all listening? OTB. Boom. Mm-hmm. This guy ran out of time. And we didn't even make it past the first 10 to 12 moves. Oh. The lines that I played were so unique, but had so much depth that this man literally lost the fact that he was playing a blitz game, went into 40 moves, two hours with an hour of sudden death, and let his clock run out in the first 10 moves. Mm. Okay, Danny, I got a question. So, uh, you're God and everything. So I'm going to name some names. And you tell me, OTB, would you come out victorious in a match against these people? So first one is Brian, Brian hey, Wilson. Hey, Johnny. Brian. Johnny, let me cut you off. But also add to the open section, we do need the under 2000 section too for, for low-rated players. So let's not leave them out. Thank you. So Thank you. It will be two. It will be two. It will be open and uh, under 2000. Good job, Nate. We're to proceed. Don't forget the weak players. So Brian Wilson, would you beat him in a match? Again, again. This, 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 I mean, the, the, the mere fact that you asked that question is disrespectful. I thought, <laughs> I, 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 I thought you were at least going to name some masters. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just going down, going up the list. Actually, okay, Lamel McBride. Okay, now we're talking. No bite. All, all bark, no bite. Easy work. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. Oh, well, no, 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 no. That's your teammate, Sean Martinez. No, 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 Johnny. There are no teammates in NBL championship. Oh, there are no teammates. Okay, <laughs> all right, Michael Auger. Uh, that's my man's 100 grand CCB fellow member. But when it comes down to it, my teeth are going to bite into that backside. You'll just, you'll just shake for the draw. And then we have Kobe. Mm-mm. No, we ain't doing I that. Got a better one. <laughs> no. Hey, Lou. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, Lou. Sir. You got a better one for him. Arch nemesis, Sean Martinez, Daniel. If he came up to your first round. Well, first round. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was an arch nemesis. And I actually... Uh, actually had a conversation with Johnny a few days ago, and I'm going to share what we discussed. I said, what happened between me and Sean Sean Martinez in New York, it happened. It happened. It happened. 
But what I told John, I, John, I said, if we played that same match, not with my strength level now, but my strength level back then, if we played that same scenario out 99 additional times, my score would be 99 and 1. That's there was no way that Sean Martinez should have won that match, but somehow he did. And that's and this is what blows me about New Yorkers because they have amnesia. They failed to recognize and acknowledge that I was murdering the man the whole match. I was up by several games. You were it up was, six two. It, was, it six was only two. the 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 two minute time control, the the bullet time control of two minutes that Sean Martinez made a comeback and won by the final game. Right. So they yeah, felt like I put my foot deep up his butt in five minutes. I put there my foot deep up his butt in three minutes. And it was right. only that bullet time control OTB that made him get the comeback and barely win. Which, I, like I said, if I did it 99 more times straight, I don't see me losing any. Now, so, I, I normally, I normally, don't, I normally oh. don't do this, but I got I to gotta interject here, Danny. I agree with you. But as you know, we talked about this privately. I was very disappointed in the fact that you let that man off the freaking hook. But I don't want to really get into that. We got everything on video. You let him off the hook. Get into it. We're speaking the truth here. Get into it. It bothers me that you let this man off the hook. Tell him how you really feel, uh, Luke. Oh, my God. It was horrible. I mean, you let this man release pieces and then pick him up and move him again. They The clock was set so it would run down for you and his clock would stop. You asked him to fix it, he ne- they never fixed the clock. They don't take saying they don't know how to do it. This wasn't even a match, man. This was a circus. That's all I'm well, going to say about that. I say this. Watch how you talk to God. Watch, watch it I say this. <laughs> Danny, I say this. Danny said he won fair and square. Let's just move on and leave it at that. We all know what happened. Let's leave it okay. at that. If we sh- if we sat down in this invitational, mm-hmm. Sean Martinez's curtains. It's not even close. Okay, Sean Martinez, you are more than welcome to come on the podcast and, and explain exactly why uh, Daniel put his foot up your behind there, and you were able to come back. We would love to hear exactly uh, now, how you feel about that situation, sir. Now, what I will say is this: when I talked to Sean Martinez while the match was going on. And I asked him about him making illegal moves and that kind of thing. What he said to me was this, and he was very clear and very succinct. He said, I cannot call a text on myself. In other words, I know what I did, but it wasn't up to me to make the call. And I have to agree with the gentleman on that. Well, leave it at that. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Poignant words spoken by a, a guy saying stuff so okay uh let's let's finish this list real quick well okay last okay last one before before we uh in this chapter james canty yeah if it came down to it the last last match of the night james got past everybody danny got past everybody and look what happened they both pair up together wait 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 the rapper canty or the actual james (laughs) canty because Detroit fitty match James Canty. It came okay. down to it. NBL cage match. Final game. No final match. Danny, predictions. Prediction. He will get the same result that he got when he came to Chicago the last time. 
but he lost his shirt. I, oh, okay. Oh, 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 wait. But would he be wearing that same tight shirt that he had on before? Or no? If he's wearing the same tight shirt, I say he's gonna lose for sure. <laughs> what about the fisherman hat? <laughs> I think I, I yeah, think I made him ret- retire both. I think I made him retire the fisherman cap and the muscle shirt. And the muscle so. shirt. Yeah, that that the symbolism was all. Yeah, it was too much, and especially to lose with that fisherman hat on. That just didn't look good. But but you know what he's gonna Detroit. say. So so let let me just jump in front before Detroit Chess Killers put out some type of podcast with James Kenty again. <laughs> all right. So what? Again. <laughs> that was not the James Canty of James Cantydom. That was some offshoot robot enemy mm-hmm. of the state type of James Canty that showed up. And now he's been playing, playing in the Pro Chess League. He's been studying for 18 hours a day. He's been playing GMs uh, from around the world for three hours straight each morning while he's eating Doritos with his left hand and Swallowing eggs whole with his right hand, mm. you know. After they say all of that, all I'm all I'm gonna say is one thing: a W for me, a L for him. Plain and simple. Now, when you guys start mentioning names that are actually a threat, I can start to give insight as to how it's a difficult reality. But with the names that y'all just gave me, tuh, first place, easy. Okay, which one is more of a threat, Acor or Dancy? Man, I would put my foot so far deep up Jeff DeJesus the same way I did Monday night. The only threat on this board right now would be Corey Aker, just because of my unfamiliarity with him. I've never really had a chance to play him blitz. I'm not sure how how he plays or what his strength level is, so because of that unknown wild card, I would have to take a little time to figure him out. But the rest of these players are downloaded, already got their mixtapes, already has <laughs> have the footage. You know, there. Well, I will say this: one more person is, is an unknown, and the other unknown is Daniel Herman. Mm. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not familiar with him. Colorado had a hidden gem somewhere. Uh, he's been playing against me pretty well in these NBL season ones. So hey, I would. Hey. I would say he's unknown. Hey, real quick, you know he wanted to play you right at Illinois State in, in the um in the cage match at well, Illinois State. Yeah, in September. He came down with his mother and his sister and his um Josh Boomer, another master. And he said, um, he said, yeah, Nate, I want to play uh, uh Daniel X. Jones. Heard so much about him. So when I was setting it up, his mom was like, you know what? Um, we're leaving Monday, you know, and and if uh, Daniel got time, we could play him. But come to find out, they left that Sunday night. So that's the reason why I didn't set up that match with you and him. But but he didn't want you in the cage match. Before ah, we continue, how so old he's been? He? How old? Huh? Is he? How old is he? Oh, I don't know. He can't be no older than twenty. If I had to guess. Okay. 20 still too so old that, to be traveling with your mother and your sister. That's a little awkward. Is he like no, but, but it, was for the, um, it was for the big tournament. Okay. Yeah, so okay. the young whippersnapper wants to get in the cage yep. with God? He doesn't yep. want to work his way up the pecking order? Nah, he wanted you. All right. Challenge. Challenge. Sometimes your 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 desires can uh, be your undoing. Same thing rapping uh, Jackson Wall. He wanted you too, but he was a no-show, but that's all. Totally different subjects. All right, guys. <laughs> Some people Let's are just wrap it up. There's nothing wrong with that. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here. This has been another episode of the National Blitz League season opener. We're already into March. Come on now, get yourself some popcorn and watch your computers while people die right in front of you on the screen. As always, our parting words, Brother Illuminati, what you got for us? Like I always say, protect yourself at all times. And in the arena, 
anybody can get hit. And if you don't know, now you know. All right, Don King of Chess. Nate, what's going on, man? Stay tuned for all the updates at NBL. Thanks for playing and hope to see you guys soon. All right, the Alfred Omega. God, what's going on? So uh, to commemorate my brother Lou from the last podcast that we had, I'm going to throw this Jolly Rancher in my mouth before I speak, and then I'll make my statement. <laughs> so okay, we look forward to getting the rest of everyone's reviews from the survey that was sent out for one of the competitors. <laughs> make sure you click that link and um, and go ahead and fill that out so we got some data and know what you liked about February and what you didn't. Um, and other than that, I will see everybody Friday night for our weekly, or actually our first Blitz Arena Tournament for our March Madness Month. So I look forward to slapping you guys around. Thanks, everybody. I'm your boy Strap, the ambassador for the Week Player Delegation. This podcast was brought to you by The Color Blue, and we out. Bye-bye.